Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Good morning. Good morning. I think during announcements, Rick, you get to do announcements every time as long as you lead worship after. I love it. Oh. Jesus. How you guys doing? Can we pray? Father, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. God, we are compelled by love. We're not compelled by works, by uh, by receiving gifts. We're not compelled by by manifestations. We're compelled by love, God. Father, everything we do, God, let us do it for the sake of love. Let us do it for the sake of love. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Whew. Amen. Amen. Hold on a second. I'm just going to get this all situated up here. I realize our podium is still under the, is under the stage. And we have yet. <laughs> it's, it's not gettable yet. Hey, John. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. I love it. Come on now. Yay, friends. Um, I feel like I'm like hemmed in here. Um, how do I do this? We didn't have the, the keyboard last week, so it's new. Um, hey, good morning. Good morning, you guys. We're excited. Presence OC. Uh, how many of you guys have never been here before? Raise your hand. It's like your first time. A couple of people. Awesome. Awesome. Welcome, you guys. Welcome. Well, today um, today's an exciting day. Today's an exciting day. We actually, uh, if you were here last week, we shared... Oh, I got more room. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm going to be... Pr- I'm going to be preaching on more space. Um, (laughs) Let's get rowdy. Um, Thank you, Father. Jesus. I'm going to read some scriptures. Start us off. I mean, we'll come back to this, but I I feel like I want to get the, I want to, I want to just get this out there first. But um, Isaiah 54, um, I've been thinking about capacity a lot Um, back in April. Back in April, I heard a message by um, one of our, um, just one of my just heroes in the faith, and the and the the message was on capacity. Now there's a, there's a, there's a, a law of leadership. Um, I think it's called the law of capacity. I could get that might a little wrong, get that a little wrong, but the idea that you can only grow and expand to the level that you have capacity. Okay, so let me for instance, um, we we may want to have. Um, uh, more kids, but if we live in a one-bedroom apartment, it only holds so many kids, right? We're at max capacity. You ever heard of the word max capacity? Well, in this room, I think it's like 441. I saw a sign somewhere, and it said max capacity 441, okay? So we know that this room can only hold 441, and if we wanted to have more people in it, we couldn't do it. Now, we have put more people in it in the past, so we know that's not true. But for the, for the, for the context of the right, of a, good, <laughs> of a good metaphor, max capacity means this is as big as we can get, okay? Everybody just do this for me. Put your hands out here, like, this be like, like youth group, right? right? Maybe kids. This is your max capacity, all right? This is how big you get to be, Okay? Now, just picture this. You have, you have a capacity. You might say, Brother Jesse, um, actually, Jesus is my capacity, and he's limitless. And I would say, that's a wonderful mindset to have, but is it true in you, right? We have, uh, we have high values, and we have core values, okay? The difference between a high value and a core value is a high value is something that you want 
to be real for you. And a core value is something that you know is real for you. So how many of you guys have really good high values? <laughs> how many of you guys wish those were core values? <laughs> and so I, I, honestly, if, if this is, I, I feel like even the Lord right now, I can feel his presence is touching that little thing right there. Some of your high values are not yet core values. And so, you know, a high value might be um, if I see someone that's limping, my high value is that I always pray for them and they get healed, right? And you might be at like, I, I pray for one out of 10 people that's limping right now. Because the other nine, I get a little bit nervous and something happens and I don't do it, right? So as you work on that core value, you work on bringing the high value to your core value, right? So this is what I mean by kind of expanding. One, you know, some of it's your mindsets, your core values. The, the, the greater mindsets and core values that you are able to cultivate, the more capacity you're going to have, okay? Imagine, imagine filling up a glass of water. That glass of water can only hold so much, that glass, right? And that, that's the way we are too. We can only grow as high as our capacity is, Right? The gospel talks about the new wine, right? Amen. We love the new wine. The problem is some of us are still having old wine skin. And that old wine skin, when you put new wine in it, will burst. And so that, that our, we have capacity. Some of us, we want to run out and tell people about, 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 about Holy Spirit gifts and, and, um, and, and miracles. And we want to talk to them about that we're not a sinner anymore. We're saved. We're grace. We were, we're, we're saints in heaven. We're no longer a sinner saved by grace. And you want, I, I've told people that we're not sinners anymore. And the transitions start like kind of like frying up here. I remember eating at a, at a dinner table at a, at, a, at a lunch with Jessica when, I, when we first got married, a bunch of her friends. And they were still new to the stuff. And I started sharing how, did you know we're not sinners anymore? And that, that was not in their realm of capacity to understand. They had, a, they had a capacity that says, no, no, we're sinners. They hadn't read... Um, Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8, as clearly as, as, as they should have. Um, and so there's capacity for growth. Our, our theology creates capacity. You may, not think you're, um, you may not think that you have the capacity to be promoted at work. You might not think you have the capacity to lead more people. You might not think you have the capacity to, to, to be a better parent, to be this. And so in this, our capacity needs to expand. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so it, it's not, if we want to get better at something, if you want to get better, if you want to know more about Christ and more about God and you want to manifest his presence because we have a bunch of hungry people in this room that are hungry to see God show up in their lives, amen? Yeah. Amen. The, the goal isn't to get more knowledge and source material into you because you can only fit so much in the capacity that you have available to you. And so some of this you need to expand your ability to have more put in you. And some of that has to do with your mindsets. And, and so I, I always encourage people, grow your mindsets. What are you, what are you believing? Some of you guys think that um, people don't like you and that friends aren't naturally attracted to you. And, so, and I want to invite you into a new capacity to have more friends by speaking of yourself. People are waiting for me to call them. They cannot wait to hang out with me tonight. I'm, there, are, there are couples out there that are waiting to hang out and do double dates with us. There, there is a, I have the capacity to get married to a beautiful woman or a handsome man. There's a capacity problems in there. Amen? And so I wanna, I'm going to read a scripture out of Isaiah that talks about capacity. Isaiah 54, verse 2. If 
you want to go there, I'll give you a second. Verse 2, it says, Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Spare not. Lengthen the cords and strengthen your pegs. For you will spread abroad. Say spread abroad. Spread abroad. abroad. Well, spread out to the right and to the left, and your descendants will possess nations. And what they're saying is they'll possess the, the enemy's territory. That's what that's about. They'll possess nations and will resettle the desolate cities. I want to expand your personal capacities this morning. And I'm not going to talk too much about this because there's another subject I want to dive into. But I wanted to give you this this, this place before we get some informational stuff and exciting news that we're about, as a church, we're about to expand our capacity. Okay? The family is about to expand our capacity. And I, I, I know that as, as, as mom and dad goes, the kids go. And as the family goes, the, 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 the rest of the family will go. Um, I, I will say this. My kids can only have the capacity that, my, that Jessica and I give them the capacity for. So if they have really um, joy-impaired, hopeless-feeling um, parents, they are not going to grab a hold of joy and hope. Right? Because their capacity is restricted by us in some ways. Does that make sense? In other ways, we can break past our parents and what they were able to do, and they did their best. Um, and I, I would say I might have more joy than my, than my parents sometimes um, because I've worked on my own capacity. But when they're young, they don't have that place yet. But when we talk about enlarge the place of your tent, stretch out the curtains of, the, of, of your dwelling, and spare not. Spare not. That's a dreaming. When I think of seeing, I hear spare not, I hear dream. I hear spare not. And when I hear spare not, I first think of like, no, no, we don't have enough. We shouldn't spare not. And so there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a call to dreaming with God in that. So if you're, I want to encourage us, I wanna, if I can challenge you in this capacity thing, start asking the Father, where do I have a ceiling on me? Where do I bump into this ceiling? It might be you've been, you've, you've been in the same job for, for 10 years and you haven't got a pay raise yet. And, and maybe you're okay with that. And, and so I don't want to change what you, you're okay with. But maybe you're, you want more and you're not sure how to go there. Start asking the Father, where is your capacity being hindered? Some of you guys, it's the friends you have around you. <laughs> They're not letting you go bigger. And, and some of you guys, you've given your parents too much, um, too much power over, over your mindsets and what you, you've been told in the past. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You can't go very far. You'll never be an astronaut. You'll never be a rocket scientist, whatever. I know a rocket scientist. <laughs> and so and I, I, sometimes there's people around us that can limit us. And I want to break that off of you. So if, if you're feeling like, wow, maybe I've been told... I can't be this great man or woman of God. Maybe I've just felt it being around certain people. We don't always, we're not supposed to get rid of the people in our lives oftentimes, but we're supposed to take our eyes off the people and put them on him. And so I want to encourage you even that. If I can challenge you, start asking God. As we're about to go on this journey of expanding our tent pegs, I want you to come with us. And don't make it about a, a building or don't make it about a new location. Um, make it about what's God doing personally in your life. Because I believe that when God is doing for the family, he's doing for every individual in here. And I refuse to leave anybody behind that isn't expanding with us. 
All right. So with that, I want to, I think I mentioned it last week. If you weren't here last week, we are, we are in, a, in a bit of a season of transition at presence. And, and you know, in some ways, it's, uh, it can be, a, there, there's some tough parts and there's some beautiful parts. And the reality, and one of the tough parts, we, if you weren't here last week, we announced to everybody that two of our amazing, wonderful, courageous, anointed, world changer leaders, um, Chris, and per, or Chris and Nicole, and they are, um, they are stepping down on the, from the leadership team. Um, and I shared a little bit last week. I'm going to share just a little piece today just so you guys can get a feel for what's happening. And, and I just want to, one, I want to be a good steward of everybody in the hearts in the room because this has been really tough for some people, this transition. And for other people, it's, it hasn't been as tough. And so I want to honor the places that it's been hard. Um, but here's the, here's the deal. We've as a family, as, as friends, and we're still friends, we, we've been walking with mentors for six, eight months, um, really going after this idea of direction and vision. And so we've, been, we've, we've started with three powerful leaders that are, that are all different and unique and wonderful, and that's one of the things that we've all loved. I've loved it. I radically love having other strengths around me. Um, I am married to my wife, who is the opposite of me in almost every way. She'll agree. <laughs> a few of you are in the same boat. Um, and I love that. I, love, I wouldn't change that for the world in, in surrounding myself with radically different people than me. And really what happened was is we all realized that we have such big desires and directions of where we want to go that it wasn't working to all run together in one room and all this. So the reality is, we're just running in the body together now. And I want you to catch that. We're all in the family. The family isn't, isn't Presence Church. The family isn't Rock Harbor. Um, it's not Redemption Church. It's not Branches. It's not the Father's house. The family is the body of Christ. And I, want, I, want, I just want everybody to know, like, regardless of what you're called to do, you don't have to stay in this nucleus of a family. And, and you know, I, I honestly, I believe that some of you guys are actually called over the next one to five years to go and, and launch. I know people that are called to Arizona. We have some friends, uh, Zach and Zoe, that we love them to death, and they were in our family. And they felt called to go to Arizona for a new job. And, and you know what? I don't be, I'm not like, oh, no, our family's falling apart. I'm like, oh, wonderful. Sons and daughters are being launched out. And mothers and fathers will be launched out. And, and I just want you to know, like, this can be a celebratory thing. This can be something where we champion every single person. Every single person that is, that if they've been in our community for one day, if you're visiting today and, to, and next Sunday you're going back to your church, can we sow a seed? Can we launch you? But I'm just going back. I know, but I want to launch you. Because there's something powerful when we grab a hold of this idea that we don't lose people. We, we, we sow them. We launch them. Because we're in the family together. We're in the family together. And I just want you to know you, you don't, you don't, we're not going to share all the details of how these, uh, our, our, our team, our friendships wrestled and, and championed each other in, in, the, in the trenches and going after this. I'm not going to share all that because that's really for us. Um, if you have questions, 
please come talk to us, Jessica and I. We've already asked, answered a lot of questions, and we're happy to answer more. But I want you to know that it was all of us. We, we, we worked really hard to make sure that we were going to do this well. And so we're, we're excited. And I also want to say that if, if you know, we, we're not going to see the leaders around as much, um, you know, we're going to have... We're going to have them come back and share and speak from time to time because we're connected and we're committed. But if you felt like, man, I just loved sitting under Pastor Nicole. I just, I just, I was learning so much from Pastor Chris at Activate. I want you to know that that doesn't have to change. They're, they're not disappearing, right? They're not, they're, they're actually still going after God and this big dream. So if you have been blessed by any leader, but these two leaders, I want, I want to encourage you, keep pouring, keep pouring out, keep reaching out to them, call them, text them, email, find them, saying, hey, I want to, Instagram, I want to keep learning and growing from you. Does that make sense? So you don't actually have to stop. I, I pull on people that don't know I'm alive, okay? I, I promise you, um, great leaders like Bill Johnson doesn't have my phone number, Okay? Chris Fallotton doesn't have my phone number. He wouldn't recognize me. He might, but I don't think he would. Um, I'll tell myself he would. Um, but, but the reality is, like, there is a sucking sound coming from my direction. And I'll be real with you guys. I'm not, I'm not done learning from my friends either. And so I, I just want you to know, like, don't... Don't buy into church stuff, church culture, church history with other churches, what they've done. Like, I don't, I don't look at the history of what other churches have done well or not well. I want to do God well, and I want to do this really well. And my heart for everyone is that you wouldn't disconnect from anybody just because of a change in leadership. And if you still have questions, because... We're emotional people. I'm okay with that. Please come to us. Okay? This is an open invitation. I'm not scary. If you think I'm scary, talk to somebody who's not, and it will tell you I'm not. Okay? <laughs> just, I get it. Pastor stuff, I get it. But just please, break through that and let me know if there's something I can help you with. Um, but with that, I want to talk about some expansion. We've been looking for a new building for two years. We started in this nightclub three and a half years ago, March 6th, 2016. We, uh, the way it got started was we literally, we literally had a, uh, we, we've heard that there's a nightclub that was changing ownership, getting rid of a big shark tank at the time, and, uh, and they wanted to have a church come in on Sunday mornings. And by the way, the owner was like, I've launched two churches out of my, church, my nightclubs, Hillsong LA and, and Fearless in LA, and, and we're going to launch you guys out of this nightclub. And we're like, well, we're listening. Okay. And so they said, and by the way, we want to do it for free. So we came in here for the first year plus completely free of rent so that we could, we could launch a church and actually have staff and all that stuff. So it's been an amazing journey. We have, um, we have mansion staff that actually are on our payroll, and they help us set chairs up. They actually help the kids set the kids' room up in the mornings now. It's been an amazing relationship. They bend over backwards. I meet some of the owners, and, they, and I've never met them before, and they don't live out here, and they're like, hey, we love you guys. You're here. What can we do to help you guys more? 
And I'm just like, I, I, I don't know, stop selling alcohol on, on Saturday nights. Like, I don't know, stop doing debaucherous things. Um, there's all sorts of things you could do for me. <laughs> Give your life to Jesus. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> but, but, so, but we've been, honestly, we've recognized that the nightclub is, a, is an amazing thing to launch a movement out of. But it's a really difficult thing to grow family out of. Um, and I'm not saying it's not possible. And I think we did a, a, a beautiful job as I look around. That's, oh, they're just not helpful. Those lights are sh- <laughs> flashing. Is this a fire alarm? No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, but they've done an amazing, this has been an amazing journey of, I mean, we've, we've, I don't know if you guys have known this. We used to have kids church in the parking lot in a 40 by 40 tent, yeah. right? Yeah. In, in, in 90 degree weather. I, we, we actually, we rented industrial size air conditioning units, and it didn't make a dent. <laughs> Dude, I've got so many stories. <laughs> I love this place, Lord. I'm thankful, God. I'm thankful. We got kicked out of our kids' room it, it, with three days' notice, right? Because a, a restaurant moved in, and they didn't want us in there anymore. Listen, I've got stories about this place. So this is a beautiful place to launch and to build friendships and community with. But when the most kids that we can have on a Sunday morning is at around 20 to 30 kids, there's an extreme limitation there. A church our size should have easily 75 to 100 kids. I I know you don't believe me, but I've got friends that, that have 125 kids for our size. And so there's, there, we've always, we've just lived with it, and we've done the best we can with what we've got, and I'll never apologize for that. God has shown up with miracle signs and wonders, regardless of how many kids we get to host in the morning. And with that, we've been looking for a building for at least two years. And for two years, we've been looking at um, warehouse spaces, big ones, little ones, six parking spots, 100 parking spots, all of the above and everything between. And it wasn't until about a week and a half ago that we found the building that God has for us. So this was our container. This was our container. And and God's heart for us, for some reason, was to wait until we found the right container. And that's okay. How many of you guys are still waiting for your breakthrough? Come on. Listen, we're, we're called to step into breakthrough. It will happen. It will come. You, you sometimes have to suffer long for it because that's what love is able to do. And so you might not have your breakthrough or you might have not have the building and the desire of our hearts to have beautiful families um, stay and able to leave their kids here without alcohol in the room. Um, <laughs> We may bring some bottles with us. I don't know. <laughs> it's just old habits, right? But listen, like, it, keep your love completely for God and for what he's doing. If you have a promise from God, if you have a dream that he's given you or multiple dreams, don't lose those things. It is the pure heart that will see God. And it's the pure heart that doesn't get offended when you don't see what you think you're going to see. This pure heart thing's huge, guys. It's huge. Because if you don't keep your heart pure, you'll just stop coming anywhere. You'll stop going anywhere. You'll stop talking with, the, with, with, with positive faith and hope. You'll start talking about what's not happening, and you'll start complaining. And that'll be your capacity. 
You want to know what your capacity, one way to find out what your capacity is? What are you complaining about? What are you complaining about? What you complain about will always be a place of capacity for you. Now, I want you to know what you're complaining about is also probably what you're called to. And so it, stop complaining, though, step one. But, but take note of what you're complaining about and figure out, all right, God, if, that's, if, I'm called to, if, I'm, if I've been complaining about X, what am I actually called to? And so get rid of the complaining because that's keeping you from moving forward. You can't change what you're complaining about because all you see is problems. Okay, But if you can switch the complaining into declaring solutions, declaring ideas, dreams, and visions. And, see, we, I never complained about this building because I had lots of dreams. Now, I wanted to complain. I might have done it a couple times. Okay? Just <laughs> lay off, all right? Don't judge me. <laughs> Actually, it's not judging. I just told you I did. Um, but I'm telling you, if you can keep your heart pure and hungry, and in the truth of what God has said, you will always, say always. always. You will always go where you need to go. God has never let you down. He has never let you down. Think about that. He's never let you down. Now, it might not have happened when you wanted or how it happened the way you wanted it. When or how. But, but he has never let you down. So... A little bit of the story. I don't want to go too long in this because I'll just talk about this. I can talk for hours about this whole story. It's amazing. We looked at a building. And so I, uh, let me start this way. So I work out with a guy that owns a shared workspace called Fieldwork. We've been building a relationship about a year and a half. It's been awesome. It's been fun. I work, we do CrossFit together. We hurt together. We, uh, we, lay, on the, we lay on the ground together um, in pain. And, 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 and over time, I, you know, I, I knew we used to have an office right next to Fieldwork, this shared workspace. And when they, they decided they were going to move into a brand new building, expand their capacity, and move into a building that had an auditorium to have churches come in. So they mentioned to me, hey, have you thought about coming in? So we said, yeah, let's, let's take a look. This feels like a no-brainer. feels really good for us. And we, we met with them and um, our team, this is about four months ago, and he showed us the plans for their new building. Now, in these plans, they had two kids' rooms. Everybody say, boo. 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 <laughs> two was not an upgrade for us. Right now, we're actually doing really well with two. We have, a, we have a great, thriving kids' ministry. You saw them up here two weeks ago. It was magnificent. Two wasn't an upgrade for us. And by the way, it only fit, I think, 150 people. And that didn't feel like an upgrade either. Um, and so we just said, you know what? Thank you. We love what you guys are doing, but this doesn't feel like an upgrade. And God is the God of upgrades. Amen. He, he, he had a, a, a lost and blind uh, Keith before, and then he upgraded him into a man that's righteous and holy, like Christ is, okay? So he is the God of upgrades, and so, so we are looking for an upgrade. We're not looking for the same. We're not looking for less alcohol. We're looking for a whole upgrade, complete upgrade. <laughs> Listen, don't, don't change your dreams because you don't see what you want to see, Okay? If you need a new place to live, Jess and I did this. Make a list of everything you really want in this new place. And Jess and I, we've done it multiple times. We moved into a house that checked off every box, every box, and boxes we didn't think were possible. So there's nuggets. I'm just dropping them here, just lobbing them out there. So, <laughs> so God, as we're, as we're walking through this transition, Jess and I were just thinking, man, we really need the new building. We need something we can build families in. That's our vision is people and families and transforming the city. 
And so we thought, you know, I'm going to reach out to um, Jeff is the owner's name. I'm going to reach out to him again and just see. So I asked, hey, is there anybody, is there any churches that have already taken that space up? And he says, well, there's a couple of people before you. Why don't you come out and take a look at it? So we looked at it, and the plans were redrawn and changed and expanded, and things have been happening while we haven't talked to them. They now have four, maybe five kids' rooms, which, which is an upgrade for us. Amen? We now no longer have to put kids like baby through seven in the same room. There's some developmental changes that happen in that time, right? Hallelujah. Um, and so, so that was a big upgrade. We're like, wow, now we're listening. Said, so, by the way, our sanctuary holds 250 to 275. Like, whoa, really? Like, yes, it does. And it might hold 290 if we squeeze them in. I'm like, cool, we know how to squeeze in. And so we're like, that's awesome. And by the way, we have a whole courtyard where that, that you can empty out into. And our coffee shop that we're attaching will be open in January. And, and, and all this stuff. And we're just like, are you serious? This is way different. And so I took a few people, Bobby Brown and Tiffany and, and our kids' pastors, and, I just, and I, I, we went to go look at it. Um, actually, my, um, August and I snuck in before they were done completing the, op, the construction. So we snuck in all like ninja-like. And, um, but then we, so we went, went back when it was all done and together. And, um, and I ended up taking Jessica there after that. And Jessica pulled up, um, and actually, and she, she walked around the, to the front of the building and she goes, honey, is this it? I said, well, yeah, this is it. And she goes, this is wild. You're not going to believe this. I drove by this building about a week ago, and I looked at it, and it's just, it's a brand new front. The insides are all new. And she says, I thought, what a cool, clean, fresh, amazing, look, fun-looking building. God, wouldn't it be cool to do church in there? And I'm like, no, no, no. Are you serious? You really said that? She's like, yes. And I'm like, that's amazing. She goes, God, I want a building like that. <laughs> Listen, I, I want to do things that have a strong testimony behind it. And not everything we have to do has to have a dream or a vision attached to it. I get that. You guys just do amazing things because you have the dream in you. But listen, sometimes I get really excited to know that we're in the right place at the right time when things like that start to happen. So we go in there and take a look, and then I find out this uh, a friend of ours, Nikki Caballo, she's right over there. She moved into that place in the shared workspace with her boss uh, about a month prior and said, presence needs to be here. Now, she didn't tell me that, thank goodness, because the story wouldn't be nearly as fun. But, but she was praying for us, and she just felt like we were supposed to be in there. So I'm talking to these people, and they're amazing. They're, there's the really great organization. They're Christians. They're on the board of a different church where I work out with that pastor, too, and we hurt and lay on the ground together also. And, 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 he was, and they're just excited for us. They love us. They love our culture, what we bring. They love the miracles. They love what we're doing. And so... Um, I start talking to them, and Bobby and I go to, to go sit down with them, and, and we know there's another church in front of us, which they just said, you know what, they wanted smoke machines and, and, and disco lights for their church service, so we told them they weren't the right fit for us. <laughs> they're, 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 we're going to swap places with them. We think this could be a good fit. <laughs> that's, that's actually really good. We're going to get a finder's fee for that. Come on now. Um, <laughs> And so they said, so they're not, so there's only one other church in front of you, and we just thought, and I drove away from that meeting going, God, I don't want to have to worry about this. I, I need to know, God, are you going to give us this building? And he says, don't pray anymore, you've got it. Yes. And so I, I tell a couple of people, and they say, well, I'll be praying for you. I said, don't pray for us. Don't pray for us. It's, I already have it. I just get excited. 
Listen, if God has told you you have something, you have permission to stop praying and start thanking. There was a man, a revivalist called um, Reese Howells, and he would pray in his room. In his, in, and this is back in the 1930s, 30s, something like that. Um, and he would, uh, he would meet someone that was sick, and, he'd pr- and, he, and they, they, he said, I'm going to pray for you, and you're going to get healed. He'd go into his, in his house, and he'd pray. Um, back then, they prayed for hours. And then God said, stop praying. You have what you asked for. If you keep praying, you're praying out, out of, outside of faith. And so he learned, when God said he had what you have what you asked for, stop praying. Now, if you feel God tell you to keep praying, I want to encourage you. you. You do God really well, all right? Just keep praying if that's what God's telling you to do. But if he says stop praying, I encourage you to listen to him. He's good at this, all right? So we stopped praying, and a couple days later, God said, uh, we're having a meeting with him, and God says, go home, get a blank check. So I went there, and I took this blank check. Bobby and I were sitting in front. We're talking about the details of, of the whole thing. And, and, I said, and we said, she says, well, there's still one more church that uh, they haven't got back to us with an email. And, I, and so I pulled out the blank check, and I said, this is how excited we are. We have a word from the Lord, not to control you, but we know what God has said to us. Here's the blank check. We, we believe this is our building. And I don't pull that, I have a word from God for most things, okay? Because I want people to make decisions without that. But I just knew, like, this was ours. And they get, they get to do what they want to do. And she says, you know what? And, oh, and, then, and then we said, but we need to know now because we have a lot to do before we move in to our building. And she goes, well, okay, I'll just tell them that Sunday morning's off the table. And so she gave it to us right then and there. We signed something. We gave her some money, and we got the building. All right. Can I, come on, I know, yes, Lord. Sorry, I've been celebrating and shouting for days, um, so you're just coming into this. We, we have a little slideshow to show you what the building looks like. Um, the inside is, um, I don't, we don't have great pictures, but we've got a fun video, um, but, and I'll explain a little bit about it, and if you have quick questions, you can ask them. Um, is that good? Is I missing anything? Cool. Okay, why don't we do that? Let's start the slideshow. So this is the, this is this is the building. So it's the building. Uh, let's, let's look over there, maybe. You can look anywhere you want. On the bottom, on the bottom left is the, that diagonal building. Um, so on the far left, that's the building. That's the road up to... You guys even know where this is. This is... So the, you see the 55, and Paul Arino is, um, is right... Is the vertical building, right? Is the ver- vertical road, Paul Arino. And Paul Arino, if you take Baker that way right? You're going to hit, you're going to hit Paul Arino. As soon as you go under the 73, and you take a left on Paul Arino. This building is literally four minutes away. And it's close to the freeway. For some of you guys that have been like, that 30 second drive is killing you. All right. So <laughs> I'm just playing. So if you go there, take a left on Paul Arino, the, the, right before you get on the 405 or the 55, 405 south of 55, there's Paul Arino. And you take a right on it, and we're right there. We're right there. You can see it. Just take a right there. So that building on the left side is the building we're going to be in. Okay? That's field work. The other buildings are all being remodeled. Right over that whole area is being torn, is, has been torn down and rebuilt for us. Okay? They didn't know it at the time, but it's true. They are doing that for us. And uh, because Jesus loves us. And, and the Lord makes a way, and he takes away the land from the wicked and gives it to the righteous. Um, and, and, and that's my core value. Okay, so... so <laughs> 
So this whole thing is called Culture Yard. They renamed it as the, the developer. It's called the Culture Yard. There's big signs. It's, it's awesome. It's new. And I just thought one of our core values of the church is that we transform culture with the love of Jesus. And so we get to be in the middle of culture. We don't get to be off in some weird, you know, business park or whatever. We get to be right there where everybody's driving by and they get to skid. They just get heaven, whether they like it or not, because that's where we're going to be. So in this, it's a shared workspace, which means that it's a a group of offices um, that is um, designed for individual businesses to come in there, okay? So... um, Their vision for this shared workspace, to let you know, it's not to compete with Industrious and WeWork and a lot of other shared workspaces that are popping up. They actually want to create and change culture with with the group of businesses that are in there. So they mentor these businesses. They have workshops for these businesses. They actually are trying to create not a like come in, come out as you want, but a culture, a, a community of people that are building and changing culture. So it's very fun. There's a caterer in there. There's a whole, there's a couple of ministries in there. I share a wall with the church so I can worship as loud as I want. Um, and so this is the, so the building is a bunch of offices and then they have an event space next to it. Okay. So it's all in that big building and it's all been redone. So let's go to the next slide. All right. So I wish I had a pointer or something, but that's okay. So the one on the bottom there is the building we're in. Okay. And if you, our sanctuary is Howard on the left side. The left side of the building is us. Why don't you point to that? There we go. Thank you, Vanna. And so, and, and so I'll, I'll show you some more pictures, but um, we're going to have a full-time office in there. So we're going to have a place that, um, that we can have meetings. We can have team leader meetings. Our kids' pastors can have their team meetings. All of our pastors and our leaders now have a place to actually have a meeting. We don't have to meet in a restaurant, a coffee shop. Uh, a nightclub, all that stuff is going to be powerful. We're going to have prayer meetings in there if we, you know, whenever we want. The main sanctuary is going to be really what we're paying for um, every month, okay? And so we get it. We're going to pay for Sunday mornings. And here's the, here's the thing. If we were to go out and rent a building, um, and we would have to get a building that's big enough to have enough parking spots, okay? That's the unicorn in Orange County, a building with enough parking spots, okay? We've seen a few, but they cost thirty to 40000 a month just to lease, okay? Now, in addition to that thirty to 40000 you have to pay for utilities. If your air conditioning breaks, you have to pay for that too. If there's a problem in the parking lot, you often have to pay for that also. There's just lots of extra costs that associate it. And so if we were to have a thirty dollars to $40,000 building, we would want to use it 100% of the time, Right? Well, I don't have 100% of time of stuff for that building yet, okay? And so what we get now is we get to pay for a little bit of the building, and as we want to use more of it, we just pay for more. And so we can expand, we can grow, we can have two services, we can have worship nights every Wednesday night, we can have glory nights, we can do anything we want, it just has to be valuable enough for us to want to pay for it, okay? Now, there's a building to the left of it, okay? That's not fully released out yet, and I'm dreaming that God, and I, I believe that God wants to give us half of that building to have it full time. So that's in the future, but I just want you to know it's in my heart. I want to expand already, okay? Okay, so um, next, let's, let's, let's show the video. This is good. Okay, let's show There's a video next. Am I missing anything? No. Nope. 
So you can see, like, this is the outdoor area. Those are not real people. Don't, don't get scared. There it says culture yard. All these little... This is a place for community. This is right outside the doors of our church. And they're actually building it right now for us. This is what took two years. So come on. So I don't know if the developers were just two years late. Oh, so, so the next slide. So this is what the sanctuary looks like. That's a better one. Um, we're going to, I need you guys to pray for better chairs. All right? This is, your, this is your duty. This is the challenge. Pray that we can have better chairs. <laughs> for now, let's just, just, let's just lay on the floor and worship. All right? So who needs chairs? But they're clean floors. Amen? They're clean. No more gum on my shirt. Okay. Um, so this is sanctuary. We can, that's not how it's going to be set up every time, but um, next slide. This is, um, we have, the kids' rooms are actually conference rooms, so they're actually really nice with nice carpet, and we're going to transform them. They're going to be awesome. Next slide. I think there's another one. Great. We're going to have an office full-time, which is awesome, um, with our staff to hang out with, with a Buddha doll for some reason. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not, that's not sanctioned by Presence OC. Next, next slide. And there's going to be a light show every time you walk out. It's going to be awesome. The glory of God. Um, there's literally bocce ball going in. Um, and there's swinging um, seats and things like that. Next slide. I think there's even table tennis with more lights. Are they, they actually look like they're playing, doesn't it? They're like hitting it back and forth. All right, next slide. This is silly. Okay, so there's, and there's a coffee shop, too, in that building that um, I'm pushing to get our staff to, to staff on Sunday mornings. But we get to have that on Sunday mornings. In addition to the coffee that we're serving, you're going to be able to hang out in that area um, after church, have some coffee, have some drinks, some snacks. I don't know what they're having, but goodness and yumminess. Um, and I've seen the plans for it. It's beautiful. So um, I think, next slide. Cool. And so this is, this is where we're going to be. This is our church. We're going to have a big sign. I don't know what it looks like yet, but they've let us have a big sign out front on Sunday mornings. Um, and so I'm really excited. We turn the lights on again. I'm really excited about this. This is, this is awesome. So Jess and I, our passion, um, we, we just breathe and eat and sleep and dream about transforming lives. Um, there, there, there's no greater testimony, testimony to me than someone's life getting changed by the presence and the love and the reality of God. Culture is changed by transformed people. Culture is not changed by big organizations, um, although I love a big organization because it has resources to impact, and it, and, it, and it attracts big people and all that stuff. So I'm excited about growing this um, Gosh, God bless Jen, our kids, one of our kids' pastors. She's like, we should launch with two services. This is going to be awesome. And I'm like, ah, uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Just give us a couple weeks. But I honestly, I really believe that as our capacity to hold more grows, and not just understand we don't just hold more people, but we actually create an environment for people. 
And so we're going to attract different types of people now. We're going to attract more kids, more families that have kids because they're not going to take a look at the alcohol and, and they're not going to admire our top shelf alcohol but turn around and go, go and leave. But they're actually going to want to find out what's this family about. And, and the reality is we've already built a culture that'll fit in this. We've already built a, a, a group of people that is healthy, that is getting more healthy, that is learning how to do relationships better, that is learning how to do hungry and on fire for God even better. And so I'm excited about our culture that we have built up till now, and the direction that we're taking presence is not a whole lot different, but I want you to think big people, big people, big people, disciples. You, don't, you, can, you, can, you can build a church and not get disciples, but you can't build disciples and not get a church. And so I, I know I'm very pastoral in some sense, but, and so I love people, and I love building people, but you got to understand, like, we are, we are, with your gifts and everybody's strengths, we're going to change how church is done. We're going to change so much about this thing that we call church because I don't know that normal traditional church is working, okay? And so I'm excited to create a, a worship experience in our new building that just causes us to go just bonkers. We're like, I don't know what's happening right now, Father, but I don't want to do anything else but keep worshiping. And an activation culture where everybody feels powerful to heal the sick. Yeah. And, feels, and feels like it's in them to do prophecy the way they would do prophecy. Maybe it's just one person a week. But it's, they still feel powerful to do that. that. That we build a culture where people are so healthy and deeply rooted in God that they know how to give healthy feedback to people. That they know how to receive healthy feedback. That they know how to confront when they feel hurt or they feel there's, an, there's a mess being made. And so I, I, that, that's the church that we've been building, we're going to continue to build, is, is, is a healthy community that changes the world. And so I, from, I, I love the mansion. I'm thankful for the leadership. I bless the leaders here. I bless all the little all the angels that come in and kick out all the demons. Like, I, I love what God has done here and the people that he's brought through these doors, whether it's once or a hundred times. And yet I'm, I'm excited about our capacity to change the world has just increased. And I don't want us to stop dreaming with just this. Like, I want us to dream about the building next to it. And the other building. And the other building. Fieldwork can have theirs still, because they, they blessed us. And so, and, and honestly, I'll, I'll share this with you guys. I, I would share this with the board. Um, the financially, we can move into this building for a few hundred dollars more a month. And that's it. And so that to me is part of the beauty of stewarding finances as we grow. I love the faith to raise money and stuff, but it's not, the, the fact that we can do this seamlessly and with such a place of honor, they love us. They're trying like, what can we do? We're gonna, they're going to set their chairs up in the morning, which is not good news for me because I actually really like setting chairs up. But, but, but for our teams, that's a beautiful thing, okay? That's a beautiful thing. 
Um, and so the te- there's still more. Becky, I know. What do the teams do? We'll have a lot of signage that we have to create and put up in the mornings. The kids room still need to be set up. But I'm believing God's going to bring a church in the evening that we can let them use our sound equipment and our kids' equipment, that we can actually sow into churches. And when they start with an evening service, we can help launch them into a morning service somewhere else. And so I'm ex- there's so many places that this, our tent pegs are being expanded, our influence is expanding. Um, I'm excited. I'm actually going on a retreat next week with a bunch of Costa Mesa, Mesa pastors. They invited me, and they're bringing in a, a city transformation consultant. I don't know what that is, but I'm excited. And so we're, we're being pulled into places of influence as a church. Um, we are doing way more than I think you guys can imagine. Um, I'll, I'll, and the last thing I want to say is where we're going is we are, uh, in order to move into this building, um, for me, I want to do this really well, okay? So I'm kind of, yes, we could just kind of slide in and no one would know the difference and we just change buildings, but I want to do this really well. I want to do it with new signs. I want to do it with new, wow, I already got that slide up. That was quick. But I want to do it with excellence. I want our kids' rooms to be fully changed for the, for the space that we have for them. I want, our, I want a sound system that sounds incredible, um, I want, to, I want, I want um, sound deadening panels in the back. There's things we need to do to move in. Um, and to do that, I want to raise, I want to raise a small amount of money and I, um, because I want to do it well. Um, and one of the questions you asked is, when are we, somebody asked us, well, when are we moving in? Cool, great question. We're going to move in December 29th. And there's a couple reasons for that. It's Becky's birthday. And that's the only reason as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> It's also my daughter's birthday and Micah Klossman's birthday. Um, and, so, um, and so we're excited to move in on that 20th. The, all, the other thing is one of our heroes and mentors, Chuck Perry from Reading, he was already planning and scheduled to come down and preach on the 29th. And so I just thought, what a beautiful thing that one of our fathers that we've done travels, I've been to Guatemala with him and all over the, uh, the U.S., um, we're going to have him come and launch us into this new space. Um, so we're super excited about that. Um, and so we're going to launch kind of like a hard launch. We're just going to, we're going to do, we're, we've got a new social media person. We're going to change the branding a little bit um, just because it's a new space. So we're excited about what's going on. Um, the church is going to be grabbing a hold of a, of a, of a board. Um, we already have a financial board. So we're just, we're, we're going to keep growing as a church and maturing. We're still a church plan in my book because I still feel like we're learning how to do this. But um, we're excited what God's doing. Um, and so next week, we're going to talk more about the campaign building fund. But honestly, the number that God gave me is, and I want to dream for this, is $40,000. I think that's easy because if we had to move into a, a $30,000 a month building, we would have had to raise arguably $300,000. And so the fact that we can move into this with a little bit um, is exciting to me. So um, I don't want to talk about that now. If you want to give now, you can. Um, it's already in our, uh, our, our push app, um, app called um, Under Building Fund. But I'm gonna, we'll, we'll give some more vision. We'll give you something to put in your hands. Um, but I'm excited. I really believe that our church, like this is a no-brainer for our church. Um, any questions? I'll, I'm, I'm literally going to ask, ask a few questions, answer a few questions. Does anybody have any questions? What's the address? Uh, um, it is 150 Paularino. Avenue. So you can drive by it, just lob some glory bombs over it. Our office is already in there. So if you want to come by and see the sparse office, you can. 
Um, if you just want to take a look at it yourself, go in there. And if someone says, what are you doing here? You just say, listen, I'm blessing the grounds. Because Joshua 1.3 says, everyone my feet step, I've got authority over. So do whatever you want to do. Any, what's, any other questions? I know, I've covered everything. Listen, it's, a, it's such a God thing. One of our friends, my father-in-law's best friend, has an office in there, and he has all this video lighting and cameras and backdrops and mics, and he says we can use that office anytime we want to do videos, to do anything we want to do with video, and so just for free. And so it's amazing. Like, God is just, he's, he's, he is just confirming this move for us, that this is him, and so I'm excited. Um, we've never been in a place where this new, this new place where we get to actually start expanding and what we're doing. So um, can I pray for us? Yeah. All right, Lord, why don't, you, why, don't you guys, why don't you stand with me? You guys have been sitting and listening. And... <laughs> Father, we, uh, we lift our hearts to you. Yeah. To you, our hearts are open. To you, our hearts are open. We are an open space, God, for you to have your way and for you to launch big dreams, big dreams, God. This was our vision, Father. Our vision for presence is that we would have a building that had a coffee shop, that had businesses working out of it, that we would be in and around other businesses and in culture areas where the people would be walking around and having lunch and being around us, that we would be able to get around people that need Jesus. And so, Father, you have exceeded our boundaries. You have spread wide our tent pegs. Our capacity is being expanded, God. And I really believe this, Father, that we are in the middle of this story, not the end of it. We're at the middle of this testimony. Father, I pray that everybody here, everybody here would feel this testimony and that it would fuel something that's either connected to this move or completely different, but there would be an expansion of capacity for every single person in here, God, that as the family goes, the family members go, God. And so I thank you, Lord, that as we press in to what you're going to do, as we open our hearts with the ideas of, the, of what you could expand with more resources, with more people, with more space, God, we thank you, God, that we're going to rest in this whole process. And we're not going to strive to work, but we're going to rest to get into your presence. And Father, we didn't work for this building. It came to us, God. It came to us through relationship. It came to us through prayer and through intercessors. And it came to us through everybody in here that's been praying and having dreams. So Lord, we thank you for this wave that we're on. We're all on this wave together, God. May this wave touch every life in our community. Yeah. And I pray that God would speak to everybody here how they can sow into what we're doing. Maybe, it's, maybe you need to join one of the teams, one of the volunteer teams, just to feel like you're more part of it. Maybe you want to give financially. That's beautiful. Maybe you want to pray and you want to be part of a prayer team. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. We give you the praise for this, God. Yeah. And I will give you all my worship. And I will give you all my praise. Cause you alone I long to worship.
I will give. Come on. And I will give you all my worship. And I will give you all my praise. And you alone I long to worship. And you alone are worthy of. Yeah. Come on, just, just give him praise right now. We thank you, God. We thank you, Father. We thank you. Touch this city, God. Change the city, God. Change Huntington Beach, God. Change Costa Mesa, Santa Ana, Newport Beach, Mission Viejo, San Clemente, God. Change Tustin, God. Change Garden Grove, Anaheim, God. Lord, I pray that, that our people would change the cities that they, that they are in. Give us big dreams, God. Lord, bigger dreams. God, it's clear that our dreams are being answered. So give us bigger ones. Give us bigger dreams. Come on. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Ah. Um, I'm going to hang out. If you have questions about anything, come up, talk to me this, this, uh, this afternoon. Um, can we get our prayer team to come on up? Uh, if you need prayer for anything, please come up and get prayer. We're excited. Chad Dedman is next week. Baby dedications. Come up and talk to me if you still want to dedicate a baby. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.